Welcome back to the town of Acacia Grove, where like most communities, there's always something going on. The stories you're going to hear from this new set of residents is definitely going to hit different. I tell you, you never really know what a person is dealing with behind closed doors. Luckily for us, they're going to tell what happened behind theirs. So get comfortable and let's listen to Scenes from Life. My husband, Matthew, said he didn't think he could ever forgive me. I vowed never to sacrifice his heart like that ever again. I asked him to give me a chance to make it up to him, to us. He sighed and said, I allowed another man to take my heart. And for him, that was worse than the physical aspect of the relationship. He asked how he could forgive that. He was truly broken, and I had been the one to break him. I told him, if given the opportunity, that the Lord was able to heal and restore our marriage. We just have to be willing. He said it would take God and God alone to fix this mess. He asked me again why I cheated. What part of cheating did I think would solve our problems? I didn't mean to hurt him. Not like this. I started out looking for attention and appreciation. I didn't feel like he appreciated me or my contributions to the relationship. So, of course, I, I felt empowered when someone else found me interesting after years of feeling of no interest to him. It was exciting to have someone find me attractive and to look at me and only see an attractive woman, not a wife. Not a mother, but a woman. I felt validated. Matthew said that all marriages go through hills and valleys and that he had never known cheating to be the answer. He asked if I had ever sought the Lord. Did I pray for us? He said he didn't understand people like me, people who commit adultery. He went on to say that cheating not only creates the issue of broken trust, but the possibility of pregnancy and disease. He said, our sins don't just affect us, they always affect those around us. He then uttered, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Whatever. Hell, obviously he wasn't paying me any attention because he didn't even realize what was going on until I confessed. Besides, I only wanted to prove to myself that I could pull another guy, that someone else would find me exciting. He may not have cheated, but he abandoned me years ago. He stopped seeing me as his woman and uh, as a woman, period. I became just a wife. Our home became just a house and work became his escape. I practically raised our kids by myself. And once they left the nest, I spent most of my evenings alone. When he was home, 
His interaction seemed at best mechanical and at worst forced. He lost his passion for me, for us, and he stayed away creating a world for himself that was separate of me. I was lonely. I needed to feel loved, needed the passionate touch of a man, not just robotic sex once a month. Most importantly, I needed to feel wanted. We've had the house to ourselves since our last child went off to college. Hmm. We should be making love all over the house. Matthew said, you gave Satan an open invitation into your heart that he took full advantage of. I understand that. I entertained the devil and got more than I bargained for. And now I'm in love with another man. And that man is in love with me and wants me to leave my husband. And out of fear, I confessed everything to Matthew. One of the first things he asked was, why I did it and if it was someone he knew and, and next how long it had been going on and if he lived in the area and of course it wasn't someone he knew and the time frame although I didn't think was important eight months however the answer to the last was more disturbing to him because although Acacia Grove is a metropolitan town it's a small metropolitan town and now my husband, understandably, has concerns of running into this person, being in their presence without knowing who he is. He said he doesn't even know if he could ever forgive me for putting him in this position. But men cheat all the time. Why, when a woman cheats, she's condemned to hell. Yes, I've sinned. Yes, I've hurt my husband. Yes, my failure to seek counseling when I felt I was becoming discontent and confused left the door wide open for Satan to come in. But I've asked for forgiveness. I said to Matthew that the Lord has forgiven me. Can you? I'm not asking you to forget. I'm asking you to forgive so that the Lord can help you and help us to heal. Healing starts with a remorseful heart and ends with forgiveness. Matthew sighed again and said, you're right, you're right. But then he said he wasn't there yet. He said he knows that he's walking in bitterness and unforgiveness, but let him have his moment. He asked, didn't I have eight months to enjoy sleeping with another man? I have to admit, that really pissed me off. I was ready to say, you know what? Forget it. Forget you. You've made my decision easy. I choose the other guy. But I realized it was the pain talking. Finally, he said, the only way we were going to get through this is for the Lord to intervene, for the Lord to minister to him, to us. Matthew said, we needed to pray for ourselves and one another because only God could help us bridge the gap that was dividing us. He said he wants us to go to counseling. After a few weeks of counseling, 
Matthew eventually apologized for making me feel alone and unappreciated. He said that he had become dissatisfied with himself, with life in general, and allowed those feelings to filter into our marriage, but didn't know what to do. I remembered his question to me when I had told him about my affair, and I asked him, did you pray for us when you started feeling that way? He looked at me dumbfounded, shaking his head and said, no, I didn't. He also admitted that after learning about my affair, that his pain was so deep that he allowed himself to become judge, jury, and executioner. Matthew then took my hand and asked me to pray with him. I know it won't be easy. In fact, I'm sure it will be an uphill journey for a while. But Matthew's forgiveness and his willingness to put in the work to address the issues that broke us, it's definitely a good start. This concludes today's episode of Scenes from Life from Deborah and Dana Presents. Thank you for listening. We value your feedback, so please make sure that you comment, follow, subscribe, and definitely share with others. And make sure you stay tuned for when the next episode drops. It's going to be good. Mm -hmm.